Hey man, how's it going? Thank you for having me on your show. I, I uh, appreciate it. I'm excited to hang out. Yeah, yeah, I'm loving the shirt too. Yeah, I love your shirt. Are you a Coheed fan? Not only am I a Coheed fan, but I lived on a boat with those guys for a week. Did you do the Coheed cruise? I did. I did the Coheed cruise in 2021. No shit. I was just talking to my wife about that because she is mad Coheed fan. Like it was, what? it was wild. They had the the graphic novel characters walking around. They had the. You know, he's on the pool deck with his hair down, the double neck guitar blown in the wind in the middle of the ocean. It was really cool. I, uh, yeah, I played on the poop deck. Like there's like a, like upstairs and there's like this big pool on this giant, giant boat. And then like during my song, Blood Water, I climbed up something and I jumped into the pool, which I wasn't supposed to do. And I shut the pool down because I jumped in with my shit on. So everyone was like, man, fucking grandson was amazing, but I really wanted to get in that hot tub. And I was like, dude. <laughs> and, and, you know, the thing about those shows is like, you know, you're standing next to the bands like all for a week, you know? And so I, when I came on the boat, nobody knew who I was. But after that show, like, you know, and the drunker people get, the less like cool they are about like giving, you know, the dude's probably like, I'm at the urinal and somebody's trying to take a selfie with me and stuff. I was like, man, this is a interesting setup we have here. It's kind of uh, funny, but uh, it was really cool, and they're they're really sweet guys, and um, and yeah, what what a great band, and I have a great story with them. Oh Forever. man, that's awesome! That is so good. I'd love to do that, do one of these cruises, especially a Coheed one. Like we were just talking about, do it. It. get it done. They always have cool lineups, and and uh, yeah. yeah, that'd be a nice thing to give your you and your partner. That's cool. Do you know what you need? Your own cruise, the grandson cruise. Fuck, dude. I, I, I don't know. On one hand, I do have really diehard fans all around the world that I know it would be amazing to, you know, do a destination thing for people to meet each other. But it doesn't feel super grandson. Like, what's less what's less rage against the system than, like, a fucking cruise. big cruise ship buffet? Like, I don't know that I can, like... Yeah, you can have like I don't know that like I need to have like Chinese food with my pizza with my salad like, dude I don't know it's it is a really good time I don't really I don't know that it's a grandson time okay <laughs> but we could all like go to the beach and like pick up trash like that sounds like a grandson cruise like let's go like egg someone like that sounds more like grandson than you know let's go vote like that sounds sick that's that's we get really drunk and then go you know like run for like a local you know office and like help conserve the environment like that's that's grandson right it there is, that, but, that's what's rock and roll yeah but the deck is you'll miss that you know you won't you won't have the same experience so, anyways yeah right. i don't know well, man, you are coming down to Australia. We're pretty damn excited to see you. That's uh, first. I mean, it's your first tour. Hey, hang on, wait, wait. I saw a picture of you with a koala. So was that? Yeah. Was that? Have you been here before, but not toured here? Uh, no, I have a koala sanctuary in my backyard, man. That's your no, no. I have, I have, uh, I have been to Australia before. My partner is Australian. She, she's from 
from Brizzy. So I have been over there um, twice now. Never put on shows, though. Just doing my own independent research. Making sure I could find the very, very best sausage roll and the best pokies before I got there. That was that was what I was doing. I was just laying down the groundwork, you know, just getting drunk and petting koalas. And, you know, it was it was amazing. So I, I have been over there before, mm. but but never, never to play any shows. And um, it was something I never thought was possible. You know, growing up in Canada, I couldn't couldn't be farther away. And then it felt really possible. And then there was a pandemic and then it felt impossible again. Mm. And now it's happening. Um, and I just, I feel really, really excited. I think that there's a really exciting um, music scene in Australia. We've got local openers that I'm excited to see kill it every night. And on top of that, we have um, just like great music fans. Like ever since the beginning of my career, I feel like maybe because you guys are, kind of on an island over there it it it's kind of stirs up a curiosity and people mm. are i i don't always find that this genre of music that i make rock and roll alternative whatever you want to call it is like the most digital you know they're not always the most up to date uh, you know some of the biggest touring bands don't have a huge online presence on streaming music or social media whatever the fuck like so, but I do think that international fans and especially Australian fans, like y'all are out here looking for new music and you'd be surprised how rare that is um, in a genre that is at, at times quite, um, quite reluctant for change. But there are some cool new bands coming, coming up and I'm happy to be one of them, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I did, uh, I did see that you were courting a bit of danger in your, uh, in the press release. <laughs> You said, uh, where is it? What's the, the quote was, uh, making movies and taking shoeys. Now, Let's go, babe. Mate, have you done one yet? No, I, I don't think I have. I, I don't think, uh, you know, I was going to, but uh, at the like nice family dinner that I was at with my girl family, it just didn't feel appropriate. So my shoey virginity is intact. Oh, man. We, I've seen so many, so many crowds that as soon as someone yells "shoey," they will heckle. It's kill it's the whole mess. I, Who was it? I I'm think gonna be for like a week straight. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I think it's one of those rock and roll uh, badges of honor. You know, it's like uh, I was a big fan of Pokemon growing up, and it's like it's yeah. one of those like final bosses. Is like, yeah, all right, you were in a band. Oh, you toured Europe. Cool. Wow. Oh, you toured Canada. That's great. You ever drank out of a drunk man's shoe in a fucking tropical paradise, 13 hour flight away from your house? Well, I guess you're not a rock band after all. So I will be able to say yes. Yes, I have done that. Thank you very much. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I saw, what band was it? Soil. Someone was like they heckled the what's his name Jackie Joey. They threw a shoe up and it was the filthiest shoe I've ever seen in my life. And he he did it, and then he was just the rest of the show. He was like, Ugh! Ugh! yeah, pretty disgusted with himself. Yeah, hopefully we bring some some clean cut grandson yeah, fans. Hopefully there's a drunk rowdiness, but clean shoes. Yes, kind of. But you can't really always get get it both ways. I no, guess. no, that's right. That that's right, but uh, mate. Jokes aside, of course. I mean, 
apart from the tour and the sausage rolls and things like that, uh, your, your fan base is so keen to see you here. Like, what are you looking forward to connecting with them about the most? Uh, that's a good question. You know, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is um, just acknowledging. I, I just feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like my understanding of and experience of Australian culture is that there's a real pressure to kind of be up. There's a cheeriness. There's a cheekiness. I feel like there's a kind of expectation. There's a lot of toxic masculinity. Um, and I think that creating a space, um, for people to be upset, people to be angry and people to come together. Um, if you like this kind of music, it can kind of be isolating. I, I, I certainly find, um, here in America. And I think more or less that's also true there. So if you're a grandson fan, I've had a couple moments in the sunshine, but for the most part, if you're a grandson fan, you like niche music you go seeking music alone in your room on the internet and it becomes a really beautiful opportunity to connect with people that, you know, because, because I wear my heart on my sleeve and, and I write songs that are about really specific and controversial subject matter. When you're standing next to somebody at a grandson show, you have a lot in common with them. Yes. Um, whether or not, you even realize it by just committing to buying the ticket that night and looking forward to the show, like, and trying to use the, the show really as like an extension of you get to hold a mirror up and see your own attitudes and, and, and viewpoints about not just the world, but, but about, about Sydney or about Melbourne or wherever you are. And, uh, you know, just giving people a chance to meet one another giving people a chance to shed some of that, you know, um, machismo and just be sensitive and be in it. And, um, and it's been a long couple of years for you guys, man. Like, I don't know, you know, just seeing this, how strict the lockdowns were seeing how prohibitive it's been to travel mm. for people that have, um, family or friends outside, you know, off the Island, like, those were long years and I think we've been in a real rush to get past them and put them in the rear view. I know I certainly have. Um, I've been, you know, just happy to be back touring and, and seeing my friends, but it's just nice to have a moment to be reminded of what we've been through. And, and, you know, many people there have been listening to my music for six, seven years now. And now you finally get a chance to just, you know that we're not we're not playing the opera house. It's going to be like an intimate, cool yeah. bunch of friends at a bar. You know, throwing down to great music and and really reliving memories from the past five years of that. Hopefully, my music's been the soundtrack to in some small way, and that's uh that's really cool that people get to give me that and that I get to give people that. Oh man, so here for it, so here for yeah. it. Yeah, gonna be incredible. And uh, this is the last dates of the um, world. Uh, I, I love you. I'm trying to, right? As well. That's right. That's right. It's been uh, over a hundred some shows across North America and Europe, and finally, uh, I get to, you know, send this chapter off. It's been an, an incredible period of of growth for me. I feel like this tour has taught me so much about you know, what I want to do next. And, um, 
yeah, it's been awesome. So you guys didn't really sign up for that on our end of the stage to have that nostalgia, but, um, so I try to keep the show pretty much what it was on the first show. Yeah. Um, but yes, behind the scenes, there is some amount of just like appreciation for the incredible crew that have, have helped make this whole tour possible. And, and everyone that's bought and tickets and waited in line and found somebody to babysit and called their cab because they didn't want to drink and drive. Like I'm just beyond, beyond humbled by and grateful for the, the experience. And we're going to fucking throw down and send it off in style. It's going to be so fun. I can't oh, wait, man. That, that's awesome. And I mean, that, that album is phenomenal. Uh, I mean, thank it's, thank you it's it's heavy too like in a lot of ways i mean there's that song uh heather which is just absolutely heartbreaking man um and i guess a lot of those subjects of mental health it's really important to talk about and connect to people with but it's it is something i i, I think is hard to do for some people you know especially artistically it's a it's it's bearing your soul to the world but how how have you found that you know you're traveling around People have had the album. They've connected to it. How has how has that been for you? Getting their reactions and their stories, and how has that helped you? What am I trying to say? How has it helped you with your own mental health? Oh, that's I appreciate you asking. Thank you. Um, and yeah, it is it it is hard. It can be hard. Uh, I find not talking about these things way harder for me personally. Like I I find not um sharing what I'm going through to be a much more isolating and therefore harder experience. But um, yeah, people sharing their stories. Um, it, it has been incredibly uh, fulfilling for me. You know, you make these albums more or less isolated from your fans. I don't workshop my music to my fans and ask what they think the process of committing to finishing a song and going through the um, necessary steps to get the song out are between me and myself. And then I share it with the world. So to see so many people um, embrace what this last album was about uh, has really given the, the album meaning for me. Um, I will never, you know, uh, hopefully I get to do this for a long, long time and make 15, 20 albums in my life. I would love nothing more than to just continuously find that inspiration and find an audience that wants to hear it. When I look back on my second album, which this one was, I'll always think of this tour. I'll think of how this album was the um, launch point for this world tour that that the pandemic got in the way of and that people got a chance to connect through. And um I had a lot in me, like I, I sing songs about a lot of different things. And then the way I finish my music, I pull from a lot of different genres. I went with something that was really relevant to me at the time um, and went for these more dialed back approaches. I didn't want to make a cookie cutter like rock album that I had already heard before. And I'm really proud that it is such a, a, a weird and unique body of work, in my opinion. Um, and I think that it was what I needed to get out of me. And then the process of both putting it out and traveling and playing songs has really gotten me to a place where I'm excited to make some 
some heavy rock music again. And I needed to do this thing. Um, and I didn't want to just do it on some side project. Like I needed to get this mental health block and this artistic freedom um, on a record and some people will enjoy it and some people hate it and miss the old grandson. And maybe it'll be a slow burn that people come back to, but it, I got it out of my system. I've had a great time performing it and writing it. And now I'm like starting to shift back towards a new record, a new body of work. And, mm. um, and I'm in my bag right now. I'm in my like rock and roll bag right now. And, uh, and I hope that that people that that love this record are are ready to turn the turn the heat back up uh, over this next year because I got a lot of shit to say and some some pretty heavy riffs to say about with. So it's yeah. gonna be sick. Cool. cool, man. Hey, I'm, and the thing is, thing about you is you're an absolute wild card musically. No, you, no one can predict what's coming from you and that's that's what's exciting. I think, and and the fans love is you could do anything. So you set the table. As, as just you could go anywhere musically and people don't have those expectations of you, I think. And that's artistic freedom that not many people have. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, thank you. It was something that was really important to me. And I think that not it's such a weird time where, you know, being changing doesn't help. You know, there's such a pressure to be what you are and have it figured out and be this finished product online and be consistent and be um, what people expect you to be. And there is a version of grandson in which that was just, you know, spoon fed every six months. And then there's this version of me that is a whole lot closer to how I really am, which is, uh, you know, thinking and feeling my way through the world and like doing all these random things that some of them I regret and some of them I'm stoked about. And, uh, and for anyone that's continued to stick with me on this crazy journey through my music taste and through my artistic process, I'm uh, ready to put a show on first off that, that is what you expect. You want to come to a grandson show and throw down, you want to fucking be sweating and crying at the same time. I've got you like, <laughs> I will serve you up what you have expected there, you know, there are a couple of surprise twists and turns we, we go through, but really I'm giving you these fucking riffs. I'm giving you these fucking bars. And then, and I feel like moving forward with my songwriting, I have some really exciting stuff in front of me now that I have done so much work on my mental health and to, to know what I want to do and what people want from me. It's pretty fucking cool. And, uh, and that's why being a grandson fan is the best thing in the world, because I don't want you to be anything but your weird ass self, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, you've jammed with so many cats too, like Tom Morello, Mike Shinoda, and, and you've toured with bands like Deftones and Coheed and like my favorite band, Smashing Pumpkins. So, you, man, how are they, those experiences? And is there anyone from that world that you're looking forward to maybe collaborating with in this next album, you know, making some Yeah, great, great question. Um, obviously different bands have different things to share depending on their level of, uh, friendliness. First off, we can start there, you know, uh, you know, I don't think Billy, 
Billy's like notoriously very friendly to it, you know? So it's like, I didn't, I, I learned a lot from that too, you know, like getting to just be around the orbit of people that have shifted culture and shifted the rock and roll landscape. I have such a, such an appreciation for uh, anyone that did that. And is still around to tell the tale because you will split yourself into trying to make yourself fulfilled and make people happy and, uh, touring at that scale when you start getting into arenas that is such a fucking headache like there's so many things that tug at people's attention and how you delegate responsibilities how you show up as a man or a woman or anyone human to the people in your life outside of the stage like how are you a father how are you a husband like any of that stuff i have just like massive massive amounts of respect and i have so much to learn you know from from the ogs in the game and then if you're lucky you catch one of these old dudes on a good day and they're in a talkative mood and they'll talk your ear off about the craziest shit you've ever heard from 20 years ago you know and uh Th those moments you know are between me and and my memoir someday but um <laughs> but yeah like i, I do definitely want to keep working with um you know tom morello and i have collaborated several times now he did a remix for me um at the beginning of my career um playing guitar on a record and then i contributed vocals to a, a record of his um which ended up uh, being shortlisted by the Grammys for a new award based on social change because the song that I did with Tom kind of became this like rallying cry for striking workers in America. It was just, it's just so cool to have that, that relationship that has now spanned, you know, five years of work together. And I, I definitely want to keep going. Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park. Mike has been an incredible mentor. Um, sometimes he's, my buddy sometimes he's my producer sometimes he's my co-writer sometimes I, you know i've opened for him and so that relationship is one that i'm excited to um tap back in on but i also know if you you know you come for the crown you best not miss i i i really like doing my work on my own end and having a clear sense of you know these guys time is quite valuable here's something that i really do think we could make together that'll be special and impactful um i'm just kind of starting to get into all that and i feel really really good about it that's awesome if one of them hit you up though if tom said hey man make it a super group you know oh. would, you, would you be down would you would you anytime dude anytime and there's so little that is off the table for me when it comes to hanging out, writing songs and then performing them. So there have been a couple near super groups that um, the pandemic got in the way of. Um, and hopefully, yeah, we can put together something in, in the near future because I, I would love nothing more than to uh, have an extra little chapter on, on, on the legacy of, of a giant like that. But you know, people are busy, dude. Fuck. Yeah, I spent <laughs> I'm gone. Like, I played 100 shows. Like, I can't <laughs> happen and spend six months hanging out with Tom in his backyard as much as I would like to, you know? So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, something like that could come to come around over the next couple of years. I'm well on my way to, I'm going to be the OG someday, starting a super group with some young cat, 
not not too long from now. So before yeah. we get there, I better make a couple sick rock albums. You know, I've made some pretty cool, interesting, unexpected, this, that, twist, turns. And I think it's time for me to just make a fucking amazing rock album and put myself firmly, just remind y'all like that. I'm over here rapping and singing and then I'm on these rock podcasts and fans of yours will be like, why'd you get this fucking kid on? Let me show y'all with this next album I'm going to make the kind of fucking rock album I'm going to put together. And then it'll be like, all right, now let him go sing and rap and dance and do whatever he wants to do. So, um, yeah, yeah. One thing at a time, the super group's coming and the OGs are going to be a part of it. Oh man. I'm so excited, dude. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out on the show, dude. It's been really, really cool. We're going to have all the links down here and on the website. Mate, I hope you just go and just crush. You're going to. You're going to crush this yeah. tour, and you're going to have all the shoeys and all the sausage rolls. And, uh, mate. Clean socks, please, please. I can, a man can only have so much. Um, thank you for hanging out with us today, and, and uh, we'll catch you real soon.